When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome to Bleachers and Speakers. I'm your host, June. Got my boy Foster with he in here today. I'm fumbling on my words already, but we are here. We're talking about uh, the preview of Dallas versus the Lions this week. Foster, how you doing there, sir? Hey, I'm feeling like a champ right now, man. Why are um, you feeling like a champ right now? We out here making history. Yeah, yeah. Um we were on the show Wednesday with the uh, counterparts, uh, NFC rival counterparts, and I was trying to not – I was trying to be humble. I think I did a good job of being humble. At the same time, I wanted to talk crazy. <laughs> I resisted the urge. If you, if you noticed, Pay and Dave – had some very subtle jabs, and I was, I was triggered. I was like, "Okay, can you, all right, you know." But I, I, I weathered the storm because they haven't seen trolling June yet. They don't want to see that. They don't. They don't. They don't. They don't, they don't understand trolling June. I can. I can go there, but I didn't. I uh, I held my composure because every time, instead of saying, you know, not every time, but in the beginning, it was like, for the first time in 30 years, <laughs> it's like you have to say that every time. We, we get it. We get it. We get it. We get it. And you know what's even crazier is you look at Minnesota and if you look at Chicago Chicago hasn't won any Super Bowl since 85 Peyton sweetness Vikings have never won a Super Bowl hey that's crazy that's crazy I never thought so of it why are you <laughs> they, they never won one honestly France Arkansas they didn't win one I don't think so I don't believe so either honestly when I, no you know. No, Man. I haven't won anything. That's crazy. But now, they been, but they been maybe or okay, okay. Let's say they did win one. It was before eighty five. Oh, for sure, for sure. sure. Not in, not in my yeah, not in my. They haven't time. won it now. My my older brother, he was a Vikings fan. Okay, you know, diehard, and <clears throat> he talked. He passed away in two thousand. Hmm. He used to talk how. They never won a championship, and then and, and they were due. And it hasn't since then, obviously. No, I mean they've had some, 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 some very, very, very good teams. Like uh, I can think of uh, when they had Kramer at quarterback. I, um, 
Darren Nelson. I can remember when they had uh, the the three-headed monster with uh, Chris Carter, uh, the other wide receiver, I forgot his name, and Randy Moss. Moss, yeah. They had a third guy that was that was sweet. They had a third guy, Reed. Reed. I remember Reed. Reed. I remember Reed. Reed was probably the best third receiver. Was this the Reed that played for the Bills or no? No. That's Andre Reed. Yeah, I know. Please do not get those two confused. I know. I know. That would be that would have been crazy. Yeah. Andre Reed was a monster. I used to hate the Bills in that in that time. I don't think anybody liked the Bills back then. Bro, what the was fans. it? Yeah. They lost all those Super Bowls in a row to Dallas. To Dallas, Leon led. Yeah. <laughs> they, they would put on a show during the season. Like, they was the greatest show on turf. Who was it, Thurman as Thomas? As Thurman Thomas. Yeah. Uh, they lost to the Giants in 1990 or 91 in the Super Bowl where they should have won. New York versus New York, huh? Yeah, they should have won. They missed a field goal. And actually, uh, the Giants were playing with a backup quarterback, Phil Sims, that got hurt. And they were playing with Jeff Hostetler. And that's when he emerged. Did Jeff Hostetler win a – okay. He won a Super Bowl with the Giants that year. I remember him being so mediocre. Yeah, he won us. they won the Super Bowl. But Thurman Thomas was all world that game. Yeah. And – he lost. Mr. Field that's, goal. That's young Foster right there. I think I remember that from the NFL classics. I don't even think I was watching it then for real. For I real. did not see that game uh, because I was in the desert. You were in the military? Or? I was a teenager in Desert Storm. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah. For sure. Yeah. So. They ain't let you watch the game? Or, oh, well, y'all, y'all was in the trenches. <laughs> you gonna watch the game in the desert there, Foster? <laughs> I guess we're gonna plug it into the sand and hey, yeah. Hopefully they it works. Couldn't stream that boy, huh? No, and what is no streaming? <laughs> we listen to it on the radio, bro. Yeah, no, I no, I remember that. Hey, I used to listen to baseball phys- uh, faithfully on the radio. I, yeah, bro, we had one of them Gilligan Islands transistor radios with the batteries in it, man. That's how we watch. That's how we listen to the Super Bowl. And we listen to it faithfully. Like, we listen to it every play. Yeah, and I remember, I remember that. You, you learn to appreciate things when you got back to the States. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. But uh, uh, enough about all of that. We got bro. off on a tangent. What was we that? Got off on tangent. We got off on a tangent. <laughs> I mean, we're talking football. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're talking football. We're talking football. And, you know, you can have this conversation about good teams and playoff teams when your team has clinched the division, clinched a uh, playoff berth, and is in contention for the number one seed. Long shot, but... It's a long shot, but we're in contention. We're not out of it. Mm -hmm. And if we're in contention for the one... It's a long shot for the one seed, but it's not a long shot for the two seed. You take care of business, you're in there. You win in these next two games for the for the Lions, you are guaranteed a number two spot. Yes, yes. Which brings us to this week in the first game is Dallas in Dallas versus the Cowboys. No. Now, Foster, I'm, I'm, I'm going to be real about it. Mm-hmm. As much as I want to win the game, I want them to be competitive. I don't want to see no blowouts unless we're the team with the, you know, with, with the with the victory. But I don't want I want to see competitive football. These are the these are the teams that you strive to be like. You want to win these games, but at the same time, you need to look like you belong on the field with them. Right? Yeah. Because I'm going to tell you something. That Baltimore game still stings. And you've seen what they did versus Frisco. It kind of stings less. It stings less. It was one of those games where it was a bad game for the Lions. And it wasn't for Baltimore. And there was. I can see if we had a good game and they ran away with it at the end. But we were horrible 
from the first quarter, I think it was 28 nothing in half. Yeah, that was a hard game. It, it makes me want it makes me wonder who has Baltimore lost because they've lost some games. Who has they lost, they lost Cleveland? Okay, that makes sense. They've lost to Cleveland. I believe they lost to Pittsburgh one time. I can see that. Can Don't see quote that. me on that Pittsburgh game. I'm not sure. Uh you can take a second to look it up if you want to. Cleveland for sure. Damn. They I know they be, lost to Cleveland. They beat sure. the Seahawks. They have yeah. it's great. They have smoked some teams. They, they have beat some very good teams with the the same formula, defense, uh, and the man under center, that guy, that RPO, the stuff we have issues with. Yeah, be the, the we're not the only ones with those issues, though. No, no, no. Yeah, they, they beat the Texans by a couple scores. Um, they beat the Browns once, twenty-eight-three. Um. They smoked us, of course. They beat the Raven, the Seahawks by 34 points. Mm-hmm. They beat the Bengals by two touchdowns. Like they are not just they are beating They're the top out of teams. Out. They are very hard to figure out. Who do they mm-hmm. lose to? Bro, I okay. I'm trying to find it here. They've lost three games, right? Okay. They lost to the Browns by two. Mm-hmm. They lost to the Steelers by a touchdown. Okay, I know they lost. I was guessing, but yeah. And they lost. They lose by three to the Colts. Is that right? Is that this year? Yeah. Yeah, that's this year. Definitely lost. Is that right? Colts. Yeah, they lost to the Colts. That's weird. That was. I think I want to say that's when Richardson was. Well, no, nah, it was Minshew playing. But anyways, yeah. Those, those are their. The Colts those are, their are losses. sneaky though. Yeah. And that was only a three-point game as yeah. well. Like they when they lose, they were right there. They are having a crazy year. Yeah. Like they've lost three games. And uh it seems like when they win, <clears throat> they are really they're blowing teams out the water. Like it's not even close. Like they they make everybody look bad. And we can't just say the Lions look like they didn't belong because you just saw. Frisco had all hands on deck, and they were up five nothing. And in the fourth quarter, they're down thirty six to seven or whatever score it was. It was bad because yeah. I couldn't help but think this score is going to look identical identical to what they did to us. And they were up five nothing. They had a safety and a field goal. Yeah, I remember you posted San Francisco Giants versus. The Oreo. <laughs> yeah. It was a football score, but you you could tell like right after that, they got busy. Like they it was just they they forced turnovers. They that offense got to moving the ball. Run option the, the RPO with Lamar Jackson is when he's on, and he was on versus the Lions. Like he hit every Wide receiver those, in the those number. tight ends were, <laughs> man, yeah. what? Yeah. It was, it was bad. It was bad. But, yeah. um, we got Dallas this week. I'm pretty confident uh, going into the game. It's a worry-free game for as a fan for me because I don't want to be sound like I'm content, but at the same time, I'm not worried. Uh, I'm, I want to be injury free and I want us to play and look competitive. I do think as of late that Dallas hasn't been playing well and it's hard for a good NFL team to lose three games in a row and they've just lost two. So the odds are definitely not in our favor with it being in Dallas. They've just on a two game losing streak and everything's on the line for them. Yeah, like the division yeah. and everything. So they have to. Uh, they really have. They have. This is a must-win game for them. It's not a must-win game for us. Isn't that crazy? It's crazy, right? And and we know. It just takes me back to the Green Bay game and the Chicago game. Both games at home. No, no, no. Chicago was away. 
The one we lost is away. Yeah, 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 the one we lost is away. But Thanksgiving <clears throat> versus Green Bay, we we didn't look good, and that game kind of that game kind of hurts more now than it did before. Yeah, yeah. Think about it, Foster. And the re- reason I say that you take we went. Let's say you win that game on Thanksgiving. You're twelve and three right now. Yeah, I mean, I can't. I can't say it's any more of a of a issue than the way the Dallas got got smoked versus the, the Bills. Like road game, what didn't show up prepared to play. I mean, you're gonna have. You're not gonna win every game. You know, all you can hope is that when it's all said and done, the last couple games, you're still in contention, and we are still in contention. Not only for the NFC North, that's out the way. Mm-hmm. For an opportunity to be a, a one seed, because you know you're gonna have you're gonna have some tough games uh, within your division on the road. I think that's pretty much past us. I feel like we we are in no way feeling the the ill effects of that um, of that game. I feel like that was just kind of a part of the ups and downs of an NFL season. Yeah, yeah, it's gonna be. This game is – see, the more I think about it, it's like we got to win this game now. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's it, – no, nah, I mean, that'll a, a, a win. I feel like the energy and the and the, the the momentum that we will have built up beating a Dallas team at home would be immense. Like this city would go crazy. You got to think. Dallas is seven and zero at home. They're mm-hmm. seven and zero at home. Dak plays considerably better at 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 his own house. So to win three in a row, because who do we? Denver, Minnesota at, at Minnesota, and then at Dallas, that would be monstrous. You think the Lions fans were talking Super Bowl? Weeks ago, they right. beat Dallas this week in Dallas. The fans are going to go crazy, and they're not going. They're going the Super. Bowl. Let CJ do anything remotely good this game. Oh my god! <laughs> and 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 let's say your last game, Minnesota. You bring Houston back to get a couple reps. They are. It's it's going to be crazy. And this will be his second full week of practice, right? Yeah. Yeah. So he's, I mean, he looks, he looks, I mean, he hasn't hit anybody yet, but he looks pretty healthy. I mean, and then it's the, the, the blessing is that it's not a knee, it's not an ankle. Uh, so, you know, his legs are a hundred percent under him. You know, it's just a matter if, if that, you know, that pectoral holds up. So, you know, we, we will see, but the blessing is that, we don't have to rush him and throw him in there for a hundred percent of snaps. We can ease him in with the twenty-five percent in 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 select situations. We don't have to we don't have to throw him to the wolves immediately. So that's that's uh, that's major. That you know we don't. Yeah, just the, just the simple fact that we don't have to uh, you know go crazy right away. Yeah, for sure. Hold that thought. We'll be back on the other side. It's time for our ads to play for our radio listeners uh, and streaming listeners. We talk in Dallas versus uh, the Lions this week. And I don't know. At the beginning of the show, it's like, uh, you know, if we win, we win. If we don't, we don't. But as we talk, it's like we got to win this game. Like it's got to happen. Yeah. I uh, I want to talk about the 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 crazy talks that we've been uh that you've been a part of on Facebook, and then <laughs> I've been witnessing. Uh, one of the things that they brought up was when CJ comes back. What are you going to do with Iffy? Right. I've heard multiple things. I've heard 
move iffy to corner. <laughs> I've heard uh, move Gardner, uh, CD Deuce to to corner. I've heard a lot of things and scenarios, and it's like the past two weeks have been night and day for this defensive backfield with Iffy back there making plays. Mm-hmm. I don't think you want to change that. You want to enhance it. And there are, I also heard, like, you know, is, is Iffy benched once C.J. Gardner's back? I don't <laughs> agree with any of that. Uh, um, I think if you're going to most Dallas is going to run a three wide receiver set most of the time. You don't have to change a thing. You you, you have Gardner, you you have uh, CJ as your as your nickel. You throw him in there. Uh, they they run a lot of four wide receiver sets. Um, a lot of times you go dime back. You have five defensive backs back there. Mm-hmm. Uh, you, you, lot, you know, you don't cover necessarily have to cover uh, a tight end with a linebacker if you have a safety that's like a Brian Branch. You know what I'm saying? That can hold his own. So I think you don't change anything. You just enhance what you have. Yeah. Um, I, I, for certain... I think as far as the uh, the the pressure that if he has been able to uh yeah, Nick Mullins lost his starting job. Don't forget about that part of it too. <laughs> you gotta read the question for the listener. Yeah, my bad, my bad. I always get to and Tiger Town says if Nick Mullins can torch us, then Dak Prescott Dak Prescott will certainly do as well. He's gonna he's gonna get his for sure. Um He's at home. He, he's uh, he, he's twenty of his thirty uh, passing touchdowns have come in Dallas, and so he's going to get his. But honestly, the Vikings were so stacked. Like, what's crazy is the the Cowboys are ranked six uh, in total offense and six as far as passing yards, but. When you get past CD, uh, CD, what's his name? CD Lamb. Yes, Lamb, and uh, and then okay, you got Brandon Cooks. He's cool. Um, you got Michael Gallup. He's cool. And then you got Jake Ferguson. Solid tight end. Solid. Mm-hmm. We've been susceptible to tight ends at times. I'll give you that. Sure. But not. It doesn't. They don't have a Justin. I mean, Lamb is good, but I feel like I don't know. I don't think that they have that many weapons. I would venture to say that, as far as weapons are concerned, they're kind of on par with the Denver Broncos. Well, the Vikings have four crazy good receivers: Jefferson, Osborne, Addison. Uh, Addison, uh, who's the guy? Uh, they got a Cooks or no number, Powell? Number four, number four. I forget his name. Powell, Powell is four. Powell, and then and they, they had Hawk for most of the game. Huh? They had T.J. Hawkinson for most of the right, game. Right. They they're deep. They're deep. They Naylor didn't even play, and he's he's not anything the Thumbin knows that. So they had a, a multitude of weapons. Um, and that Dak is like I said, Dak is going to get his, but. Um, the key, the key to this game is going to be turnover differential. Dallas is fifth in turnover differential. They're plus 10, I believe on the season, as far as takeaways versus, um, giving the ball away. And that's going to be, that's going to be important because they got some guys, they got some guys on the defensive side that get after it. Um, Michael Parsons has 13 sacks. Um, I was, I went into the Vikings game weary of Daniel Hunter. Daniel Hunter didn't have any sacks. They had, mm-hmm. they, we gave, we did give up one sack to, I think Patrick Williams is his name, but yeah. Daniel Hunter, we, for the most part, we kept at bay. And, um, Deron Bland on the, on the Cowboys has eight interceptions. That's another guy that, um, we have to be weary of because he, um, he's got to lead the league with those eight picks. Cause that's a ton of interceptions. Um, 
so yeah, they 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 lost Trayvon Diggs early in the year to a torn ACL, so we don't have to worry about him. But turnover differential is going to be uh, key in, in taking care and just taking care of the ball. Um, outside of that, you know, Dax Dax going to get his, but their weapons don't really scare me that much. I was just about to say, and I'm gonna read this comment from uh, Adder's house. Yes, and I was I was just about to say. At his house, uh, seven ten says, "Pound the rock," and that was going to be my point. I think, in order for the Lions to be successful in this game, especially offensively, is to be able to run the ball. If you can run the ball effectively, and and have big runs, or keep it at a at a manageable distance on second and third down uh you can do the short passes and you don't have to have the shotgun with three strip step drops you don't give micah parsons a chance to uh to get to the quarterback so if you can run the ball effectively and wear them down you know what i'm saying that's the key success offensively and of course, Adder's house is and no turnovers. Yeah, yeah I, I, think, I think this game plan is identical to. We get the job. Absolutely. I oh, I'm gonna read the comment. He's uh, Hatter's house said that our offensive line is healthy, so I have a good feeling we will get that job done. And like I said, we kept Jared Goff relatively clean. Daniel Hunter didn't have any um, had that didn't have any sacks, and. Um, we were we were able to control the line of scrimmage uh with uh with with Gibbs and Montgomery. But but yeah, the the like I said, the 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 game plan I think is very similar to the Kansas City Kansas City Chiefs game. Um, because we were going into hostile territory against a team that does very well at home, and we were able to control the line of scrimmage and and win the time of possession. That's gonna be major as far as keeping Dak Prescott off the field and um deflating that crowd because that crowd is going to be this game is this game is huge in so many different ways not only is dallas playing for the um for the division but they need that home field advantage they're seven and oh at home but they're also three and five is that math right they got 10 wins or 11, they got 10 wins right i don't know if they're 11 and four or they're, they're not they're below they have one less win than the Eagles, Lions, and 49ers. Oh, they're 10 and 5. So they're 10 and 5. So they're three and five on the road. So the Cowboys don't want to have to go on the road no. and in a situation where they end up losing. They wouldn't lose to the Dolphins again, obviously, because that's AFC, but having a having a, a losing to the Dolphins, losing to the Buffalo Bills. That was that's what they don't want to have to do. Control the fire. Yeah. Read it out loud. Oh, uh, Hatter's House 710 says, you hit the nail on the head, control the clock, limit their possessions, and we should be fine. That is 100% what yeah. we need to do you don't, to win that ball game. You don't have to get into a shootout with them if you can run the ball and control the clock and be effective uh, running the ball. So I don't know. I haven't watched that much of Dallas uh, lately. I don't know. Foster, can you tell us uh, how good is their run defense? Because I have, like, no idea. Okay, so their run defense is actually semi-susceptible to uh, some things. They're 19th against the run. So that that is that is available for us. They are they are fifth against the pass. And like I said, Deron Bland has eight interceptions. They got a couple guys in the secondary that, um, that they've been able to turn the ball over. But 19th is kind of shoddy. Kinda Let me shoddy. ask you this, Foster. Now, I know I know this is a different team in a different week, but what was Minnesota's defense versus uh, against the run? Like six or something like that? They were. It was very, pretty stiff. It was pretty tough. So that tells me there's a capability to run the ball. There should be a capability and opportunity to run the ball against Dallas. Now, um, we tend to uh, kind of get on. Ben Johnson for for calling the right plays. He doesn't have to do anything crazy. Um, 
I say keep them off balance. I say dink and dunk. Run the ball, control the clock. Uh, don't put golf in a position where uh, they're going to uh, pass rush or uh, so much. Where, you know, quick passes, uh, quick reads, uh, easy uh, valves, um, dump offs, um, safety valves for for Gibbs and and Montgomery. Have you seen lately? Montgomery's been been targeted for passes, so. Uh, there were times where I was like, dang, I wish that was Gibbs and getting that ball right there. But right, right. <laughs> but you know, he has to any any running back you have back there has to be able to catch the ball out the backfield. So um you don't want them to think every time Montgomery's back there, he's gonna, you know, it's gonna be a run for him and he's not gonna catch the ball. He has to be a threat out of the back to catch the ball out of the backfield. But I do see this as a game. That won't be an easy game, but I don't think it's an impossible game to win. Because when Dallas has been bad, they haven't looked very good. And I think there's opportunity there. But at the same time, I think we're catching Dallas at the wrong time. Uh, three games in a row. Uh, possible losing streak for them for three games in a row at home and a must-win game. That's going to make it that much tougher. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. They what's offensively as far as Ben Johnson, what's going to be key is continuing the trend of of getting Jamison Williams involved early. Mm. Um, That has been that has been uh, something that has opened things up for everybody. Um, I would say because Sam Laporta didn't have such a good game last week that this is his opportunity. But as I look at the statistics against um, as far as Dallas against tight ends and they seem pretty, pretty tough against tight ends. I think the one the one week that they had some struggles was against uh, San Francisco when they. uh, San Francisco. Yeah, I think yeah, the most was 67 yards, and that would have been George Kittle. So George Kittle, we know, is a elite tight end. But other than that, I they had been pretty stout against tight end. So you never know. But yeah, running running the ball for certain um is gonna open things up for everybody and just uh keeping them keeping them aware of Jamison Williams because he's 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 looking more and more versatile week by versatile week by week. Interesting fact, Foster. Um, I would have before the Minnesota game, I would have said there's no way that the the Lions could could beat Minnesota without uh, heavy uh, input from Laporta, and he he wasn't he didn't have any jump out numbers. I don't even know if he can't remember his stats, but I know it was nothing that jumped off the page. Um, it just shows like we can win uh, with other weapons. It just if you let Laporta get loose, though, you're in big trouble, though. Yeah, because what he came off a three touchdown game again, yeah. and, and it was funny because I was watching the uh, the podcast that uh, I'm in Ross St. Brown has with his brother, and Laporta was the guest after that game, and he was like, "I only had one touchdown my entire senior year, like." Uh, things, uh, yeah, and it was funny because St. Brown was basically saying, like, yeah, it's been easier scoring in the NFL than it has been in college, which just sounds insane. But sounds I mean, crazy. They they didn't play. They also didn't have Jameer Gibbs and and uh, each you know each other as other weapons on the team. So it just goes to show that when you have other weapons around you. It opened things up. It, it opens things up for you uh, so much more because I'm sure they were heavily keyed on when they were, you know, when they sure. were they were the guys when they were there. Um, yeah, sure. Laporta had three receptions and 18 yards against the Vikings. So yeah, and if you'd have told me that's what Laporta would have had uh, before the game, I would have said we would have lost that game. <laughs> you would think, but St. Brown has 12 catches though, so. Kind of, I mean, kind of covers the he kind of covers the uh, whatever you know. Well, I, I'm starting to think if St. Brown, if you flip those where St. Brown only get three or four receptions, that we're 
we're definitely losing that game. If St. Brown St. <laughs> Brown has a great game, I think we win. I mean, and and, and that's any game. If he has, I mean, and I'm talking about not at the end when you're down 28. I'm talking about involved from the jump, right? Getting right, those right. big catches early and often because he's more effective when you have to, when you're starting, you know, when when he's from the beginning of the game and then he kind of lulls you to sleep. He'll will go away from him for a little while and then there it is, third down catch for extra yards. Then you know what I'm saying? It's always like that, where he's very active in the beginning and he gets quiet, seem to forget about him. Boom, big catch. And I also like the fact that they he doesn't allow them to get a big big hit on him. He he gets never down. Seen him. Yeah. He gets down or he gets out of bounds. It's 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 something. He 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 he's very his awareness is off the chart. Or he'll just flip over them to get in the end zone. Like whatever whatever's <laughs> necessary. Whatever's needed, whatever's needed. I expect a big game from Jamar, Jamar Gibbs. I do. I expect a big game out of him. Uh Montgomery, he's gonna do what he does. Um this one two punch is crazy. Um it's not gonna have those running backs where you're gonna have a person with a hundred yards and the other, you know what I'm saying? They're going to both balance out 60. One might have 60, one might have 80. Or, you know what I'm saying? But And I like it. You know, I like Balance. it. It's a lot of, you know, you decrease the, you know, running backs, they have a lot of wear and tear. You know, you want to keep, uh, keep their bodies fresh. So you rotate them. So I think this is a good thing that the Lions have with Montgomery. Um couldn't understand. And like I said, I was not in favor of drafting Gibbs. I mean, you got Montgomery. What do you need this guy for? That's it. <laughs> We'd have Reynolds, you know, no disrespect, but can you imagine if Reynolds was your second guy? Uh, you know, there would be no Craig Reynolds <laughs> on this show. I like Craig Reynolds, uh, except for when he fumbled on the kick return. But other than that, yeah, I mean, I'm cool with him, Craig Reynolds, being the third back, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Viable, just, a viable option at the – yes, yes. I mean, if, if someone's hurt, I'm not – he stepped up in the Tampa Bay game, you know. Yes, yeah. Um, when uh, I think – Montgomery, was Montgomery hurt then or – Montgomery got hurt. We'll get, yeah. He got hurt and uh, – Greg Reynolds came and got some tough yards. I just like the running back. I just, I just, I just like the running scheme of the Lions um, with a healthy uh, front line, offensive line, very effective running the ball, um, run the ball very well between the tackles, and Jameer Gibbs has the ability to bounce outside and and outrun, you know, you know, outrun defenders. So. And make guys miss too. Yeah, uh, got some shifty thing. between the two Alabama guys. We got some shifty dudes, man. And I think Montgomery's speed is underrated. Yeah, at times, at times he he has a gear that he can get into. It was that gear versus uh Miami. Tampa, was it Tampa Bay? Was it was it Tampa? One of those he had like a sixty yard run. Tampa Bay. Was it Tampa? I thought it was Miami. We didn't play Miami this year. I'm lying. We didn't play. Sandy, L.A. He had that long. It, it was it was the Chargers. It had to be the Chargers. Then I thought it was against uh Tampa Bay, but it was one of those games yeah. where he 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 broke a. He, he was, was in like the middle of the field. Yards? I was like, whoa! Yeah, yeah, he was in the middle of the field and he cut to the left, and he was out of there. And I was like, he does. Ha- he's fast enough. Yeah, yeah, not Gibbs fast, but no, there's not a lot of people that are at that position. So, um, let's see. <laughs> At our house agrees with me. I'm I'm cool with Reynolds, but I don't want him doing kickoff return. <laughs> Who we got? Dorsey, oh, Khalif Raymond. Dorsey. Yeah, Khalif, Khalif. So I don't know, man. Um, uh, might be one of those positions that we need to um, 
Might find a, that other person opposite of Raymond. Uh, need another dangerous person back there. Yeah. Well, historically, we've always had some pretty nice uh, Desmond Howard. Didn't Desmond Howard return punts for us for a little bit? Never? I don't know. At the end of his career, it was Green Bay. He was he won the Super Bowl one year in Green Bay early on, but late in his career, he came to Detroit because, you know, he played okay. in Michigan. Yeah, I don't remember that part, but he I'm not gonna doubt it. Remember, uh dang, he was number 24. This was early for me. This during the Barry era, we had a, a nice kick returner. So we've had some we we historically have had good special teams guys. Yeah, I can go um, back to Terry Fair. Ter- oh, yeah, from Tennessee. <laughs> I remember Terry, Terry Fair. There was another guy though, a running eye can. I'd have to look it up, but yeah, I'm his- gonna I'm I'm gonna do I'm gonna uh, do my research. A uh, male gray. That's the I think that's the that's the one I'm thinking. That's of. the one that was there for years. That was kind of before. That was before that was, my time, but that was the Barry era. Yeah, he was a beast for years back in the day. Um, as far as uh, um, male gray. Kickoff returner. Hold on to that thought, Foster. We're gonna get to another break. Adder's house, don't go nowhere. You stay right there. Ten seconds. We'll be back. I promise. We got, I got, I'm going to do my research foster and figure out uh, who these, uh, who these uh, famous uh, kickoff returners. Well, I wouldn't say famous, but I looked it up. I mean, they're famous for us because they were very good. At one point, Eddie um, Drummond from Eastern. I think he went to Eastern, right? No, no, no. I lied. He didn't Penn go to State. Eastern. He went to Penn State. You know what? The Drummond that we had recently went to Eastern. That's yeah. Eddie Drummond went to Penn State. Um, but yeah, Terry Fair was, was seventh. He he's on the list too. So okay, well, read the list off. Um, okay, so Mel Gray was top for That's sure, top of the list. Legendary Eddie Drummond was number two. Okay, Edwin Howard was number three. Okay, A Hall, Alvin Hall. Now, now that's old. Yeah, he, he yeah. Was, he was born in '58, so yeah, he played during the '80s. Mm-hmm. Um, a guy named Milburn, I don't know who that is. Milburn. Oh, that's another guy that was drafted in the '90s. Uh, but yeah, that's pretty much it. Is Amir Abdullah on the list? I don't think he returned kicks. He well, he is, he is. He's on. He's number twenty. <laughs> number twenty. He's I do gone. remember it uh, when he returned kicks. Yeah. He was not starting running back. He didn't play time. very long, though. Yeah, no. if you're starting running back is returning kicks. That's that's nasty no. work. <laughs> I think he did it as a rookie. I can see that. I can see and that. And then, oh man, we we ran through some running backs. I'll tell you what, boy. Man, what? Yeah. So yeah, little little tangent, but yeah, Mel Gray is definitely that's legend. That's legendary. Yeah. So, so we agree that the the keys of the game is controlling the clock. Yes. Running the ball. What do we have to do defensively to win this game versus Dallas? Turnovers. We got to um, – that, that Prescott, as far as I know, takes care of the ball pretty good at home. Um, but we have been turning the ball over at a nice little clip lace, uh, lately. Kirby Joseph had two interceptions. Branch had an interception. Uh, if he had an interception. And um, Branch and if he got sacks. And Romeo Okoro. Randomly, I think I think they said it was that was his first sack because I get them mixed up. So sometimes him and his brother, I get them mixed up. But I think I don't even try. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think that was Romeo's first of the year. So um, we we've been making some plays and um, yeah. If we, I'm not necessarily banking on us having certainly probably not having four interceptions that we did like we did last week. Um, But that would be winning the. The turnover differential, however, however you slice it, we got to win that. We got to take care of the ball. And we got to we got to take it away because, like I said, Dak is going to get his. He's going to get his. I just thought of something, Foster. Now that was a comment earlier um, where they said Nick Mullins torched us, and uh, <laughs> so um, Dak probably will. Nick Mullins torched Cleveland Browns, and they have a great defense. Like how many yards he had three plus for some for them too. He had a breakout game. He just had some bonehead turnovers, which and is kind had, of the name of the game for him. You know? Yeah, 
So he had 300 yards. How many points did they score, though? Um, I think he turned the ball over twice in the red zone. I think they lost 24, 27, something like that. Okay, so they still put up some touch, you know, some points. I'm not sure though. Don't don't quote me on that uh on that score. But I'll find out in a second. But he threw for 300 yards. Yeah, which is which is com which is kind that's that's common in today's well, especially when you put the ball in the air so much because they couldn't they could not uh, they could not run the ball to save their lives. So you put the ball in the air sometimes. You're gonna make some good throws. You're gonna make some lucky passes with Justin Jefferson just throwing it up in the air. And, you know that that's essentially how he ended up getting picked off late in the game is because he just kind of um, oh you know what I'm thinking of that wasn't the uh... That was the Bears. That was the Bears. <laughs> yeah. I had to think. I'm like, I'm like, what? They play. The Bears have a good defense as well. You said what? The Bears have a good defense as well. Oh, you're so oh, so you're saying that he put up 300 yards against yes. the Bears. Okay. Cause I was like, who I was like, I think the Browns just recently played somebody in the north, but it was the Bears. So you're saying no, that... no, 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 no. I, I got it all messed up. I got it all messed up. No, that's not what happened. Um I'm I'm gonna find out that game that breakout game he had where he had 300 yards against somebody. Okay. Um, I can't remember who it was. It was the Bengals. Okay, and they I think their defense is kind of tough. I don't know. Nick Mullen threw at he threw 26 of 33. Okay. I thought it was the Browns, but 26 33 with uh two touchdowns and. Those two interceptions were they were driving. They were in uh Cincinnati territory and they they lost 24 to 7 like 24 27 like I thought. But it was against the Bengals. I got the Ohio teams mixed up, so. Let's see. Hatter's house says on defense all we have to do is think of whatever Matt Patricia would do and then do the opposite. Oh, gosh. Hey. He's got a job somewhere. Isn't he the defensive coordinator for the Eagles? He's the guy. So, Philly has – they they have a defensive coordinator that I think – I think he was the guy that got, in, got into it with a player on the field. So, they put him up right. in the booth. Yeah. But so, I think Patricia is the one that's kind of signaling and – He's on yeah. the field. He's on the ground level with it. Yeah. Um, so whatever, whatever. He's he's on the he's on Philly. Adders out said we need to get pressure and contain the run as we have been doing all year long, and we should be fine. Yeah, yeah. They they have a decent. They have a a, a solid uh, running attack. I think they were stronger when Zeke and Pollard were kind of doing the Montgomery Gibbs, um, you know, thunder and lightning thing. But Pollard Pollard is solid. He's solid for sure. For sure. So we got our keys to the victory. Let's see. And then uh, we'll go ahead and wrap this up. Uh, we going close to 50 minutes, which is good for preseason, for a preview game. And uh, it's Thursday, and I, I can't wait till Sunday. It's, but it's a primetime game, though, so we have to wait all day. Saturday, though. Oh, Saturday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Still got to wait all day. Yeah, it's kind of whack that we got to. Yeah. So where are you watching the game? Is that New Year's Eve? No, New Year's Eve is Sunday. It's Sunday. New Year's Day is New Year's Day is Monday. Yeah. I have no idea. Um, um, Yeah, I don't know. I have no idea. I'm going to the going to the Pistons game on. uh, I don't even know why I mentioned that, but on the thirtieth, so. No, nah, they don't even. Do they still do? Do they even still do that at the game? They haven't had a. They haven't had a reason to do it, Foster. Don't get me started. Let's let's wrap this up because this is just is trigger. We'll get to that. We'll get to that. We'll get to that, Foster. Uh, oh, let me let me say this to the people. Check us out, Motor City Metrics, um, on the YouTube. However, you can check some of our material out on Bleachers and Speakers. 
That's the new YouTube channel. Subscribe, like, and what we just posted yesterday was Foster did his segment on Feature Player of the Week. So you can go to Bleachers to Speakers on YouTube and check that out. If you're listening, if you want, if you want to listen to our podcast, we're on all the streaming sites, Bleachers to Speakers, FFSN, on all the streaming podcast platforms. Um, Google Podcast, Apple Podcast, iHeartRadio, Spotify. You can check us out there and download the episodes. We would deeply appreciate that. We want to wish you guys a happy new year. We will not. Well, are we doing a show Saturday night? Ooh, it's going to be late. Um, yeah. Yeah. It, I mean, if I'm, we can I'm, do if, one Saturday. If I'm in my right mind, <laughs> let's 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 do the show Sunday. Let's let's plan. Let's definitely plan on it. Yeah. Uh, well, it won't be in the evening. It'd be like Sunday around noonish. You talking about? Oh, so you want to do a preview? You, you want to do a pregame show? You said no, an after game show. Oh, I, wait, hold on. Okay, say that one. Say that one more time. The Lions played Dallas Saturday night. Correct. Are we doing a show after the game? You said it's gonna be late, so I will do a recap on Sunday. I mean, we should probably bank for at least doing even if it if even if that one is a shorter show. Um, you the one that said you'll be. I'm I'm with it. I'll be right here. No, we need we need to definitely try to. I mean, this this game could be crazy. This could, there there might be a there might be a lot to talk about after this game. So um, we'll plan to do a uh, at least a quick show after that. Uh, Hatter's house is in is in Cali, so it's five o'clock for him. That's a yeah. See, the thing is, Foster tends to have a cup being filled <laughs> and emptied a lot during the game without me giving it all away. There's a, a lot of consumption going on during the game. Of water. Water. Stay hydrated. It's it's water-based, I guess. <laughs> it, it is a liquid. But uh yeah. So we don't know. I, we'll we'll do something. If it's even if, if even if it's a shorter version of the show, we'll we'll be over. So you got any last words when we get out here, Foster? Man, shock the world, man. They're seven and zero. They're seven and zero at home. Uh, we need we need to try to get go in there and and solidify a second seed. And you know, time we got to win that time of possession battle and take care of take care of the ball and take it away. It sounds sounds simple enough, but <laughs> that's what we guys we got to do. And I'm gonna say shock the world. The Pistons will be Boston tonight. No. Oh.